0: Are you ready to reconcile your faith with business leadership? That's the dominion demand- mandate, is the dominion mandate. So you definitely want to make sure you're tuning in today, guys. We're coming to you from Genesis 128. It said, and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish, the the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on earth. See, when you're fulfilling a specific need by serving your gift and using your gift, your specialty or your uniqueness and your knowledge to the market, that's called the dominion mandate. Each of us makes ourselves valuable to the world by identifying a gift so unique that no one can our skills and contribute anywhere else. That means that you are the person. When you think of basketball, you you, you know, I'm sure one or two players come to name. When you think of any sport or you think of business, if you think of you know, uh, the phone, the iPhone, who comes to mind? You think of the internet, who comes to mind? That's dominating that particular industry and that's what dominion is about dominating the industry that you're in so your uniqueness makes things valuable similarly when you learn to reflect on your one-of-a-kind gift you will be valuable to the world that means that you're happy with it you're excited with it and things will not always go the way you want them to go but guess what that you love the process you enjoy you want to um, similarly when you learn to reflect on your one-of-a-kind if you will become valuable to the world and that's the key right there you want to become valuable. don't seek, su- do don't seek success don't seek notoriety don't seek to become an influencer seek to become valuable being different rare and one-of-a-kind and exclusive and being a limited edition it makes things expensive and desirable people are Willing to pay for something different that's unique and that's going to bring that life. It, it will. It will not be a coincidence, y'all. If you start dominating the market and make a handsome profit, that's the beauty of these. See, God's dominion for us can be found in His guide plan for us, in business can be found in the Genesis. It says in um, Genesis 128 in the New King James Version. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, "Be fruitful." multiply fill the earth is to do it and have dominion over the fish of the sea over the bird of the air and over every living thing that moves on earth so there's like five things that you want to look at when it comes to building your business and having that dominion over it be fruitful number one number two multiply so when i if, and when i look at fruitful we're talking about that gift you have you got to be fruitful in using it and then multiply once you get it down you just multiply it you make it better and you keep going on and we're going to over this as we go on. And then you fulfill a need to do it and have dominion. So those five areas is your business plan that God gave you right in Genesis. So I want to thank you guys for joining us today for another irresistible message for our Kingdom Business Workshop Series provided by Bible Business Academy. You can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com to learn more about our global organization. I'm your host, Kathy McReynolds, and our goal is to help you build a business around your gift, your talent, your skill, or so that you can be about your father's business and also have that time freedom de- freedom and financial freedom. See, we transform entrepreneur kingdom leaders with the sole purpose of growing the kingdom and fulfilling God's purpose. We believe that this message today will equip you to grow in your faith and your finances while advancing your life and business as you discover your purpose and pursue it with passion. So let's go ahead and get everything started today. In today's workshop, we're going to go over when leading a business, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the range of decisions and paths that can be taken? And that is why it's important to take time to pray to God for wisdom and discernment. It's so important. Guys, you're not going to get it right all the time. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes along the way. But as a leader, you, have to, you don't have to go through this alone. That's the key thing. Uh, you want to understand that God is there to to give you the eyes and the grace to see what works best in any particular context. And when you don't get it right, just admit it and move on and keep going through the process. This will allow you as a leader to help you to stay focused on useful goals. I said useful goals, y'all, while rejecting mundane distractions and keeping Bible-based values in mind when you're doing business. So when you look at reconciling faith in the business leadership and what it takes to dive into the dominion mandate, I'm also going to share seven key areas. We're going to talk about praying for wisdom and knowledge, we're going to talk about embracing servant leadership, how to think about sustainability, what it means to serve others uh, humbly, setting aside holy time and the secret to listening carefully, as well as the power of generosity. And if you stick around to the end, I'm going to share with you how you can get an exclusive gift sent directly to your home uh, as a free resource from us when you become a part of this organization. And guys, if this is your first time tuning in, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Just give you a little bit about myself from Akron, Ohio. I would say I grew up shy, sheltered in church basically six days a week. My mom was a minister, dad, a football coach. I left home at the age of 19, I moved to the D.C., Baltimore, Boston, and Pittsburgh area during that time, actually back in the, the D.C. area, uh, author, international coach, and trainer. I'm an introvert, right? But I love to win. I love to make things happen. Not perfect at all, but definitely an action taker auntie to many licensed financial advisors say we've made and lost six figures in multiple businesses and so we want to help shortcut and shortcut what you're doing and help you to get there quicker you can pick up a copy of our book Bio business secrets on amazon and you can also get a copy of our planner it will help you get organized and everything in order that's called believe and grow rich It's a faith and finance planner and we're putting out another book. So be prepared and be ready for that. And also, as we go through this, we don't want to just give information and then leave you to go figure it out. You can always get involved in our Genesis digital account. So to learn more about that, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash Genesis. And you can learn about that. It's a 10-week program, and I'll dive into that after, uh, more into that after we um, cover our topic today. But it's a 10-week program that will help you build your online course or consultant business. So today, y'all, we're going to talk about reconciling faith with business leadership. That is the dominion mandate. See, as followers of Christ, we have been mandated by. God to lead with integrity and excellence in all of our business endeavors. To understand what this looked like, we must look to the Bible for guidance. See, We will discuss the difference between a, a faith driven person, a Christian and a citizen of the kingdom, a servant and a son and an ambassador and someone who is just simply a Christian. We will dive deeper into understanding what mandate of an ambassador is leadership. And we'll uh, turn to Jesus and Romans to further explore our roles as believers in business leadership. So when you're, you're getting started, you're like, what What do I do? Where am I at? What do I got to get started with? And, and it's with becoming an ambassador. See, the Bible speaks of a kingdom, not a republic or a democracy as a model for how to live our lives. And that's key thing to understand and bad business leaders understand that the word of god is not about embracing democracy but rather putting god's kingdom first and foremost and a master leader is, is leadership is based on this, this concept and should be embraced to bring glory ourselves but to god and in the bible god's leadership is described as a kingdom and not a republic and 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 we're going to act like in history and just share some of the things that I believe has gotten people off path when it comes to the Bible and the word. They think of it as a religion, and it is far from a religion. When you dive into the word, even Jesus was against religion back in the day. So we want to bring everyone back, and then we're going to show you how to take that and apply it into your business. See, the Bible focused primarily on how to be a successful citizen leader while in pursuit of the kingdom of heaven. And Ambassador for Christ are challenged to serve with Christian business leadership principles that are distinctly different from the styles of governance found in most countries today, such as Republics or Democrats. So when you when you think of you know, leadership and worship center, and how it's centered around leadership or the kingdom of God rather than a republic or a democrat. This is why the Bible is focused on the order, laws, and standards of the kingdom. I'm going to say that again. It is focused on the order, the laws, and the standards of the kingdom, and not on the those of, of democracies and all of the laws and rules that man have made. You know, so we got to always, as I say, check ourselves before or we wreck ourselves to know that we are in alignment with what the word says. And as ambassadors for Christ, it is essential, y'all, to understand how this kingdom function in comparison with a republic or a democracy in order to effectively relay his message. And so when you're looking at how, how, the, how the Bible works as a kingdom rather than a, a republic or democracy or domain or any other form of government, there are three when you think of the, the, the world's government, okay, they fall into three major categories. You have the presidential, you have the semi-presidential, and the parliamentary system. And while as countries such as Americans and in India are governed by presidents with significant power, China is like a socialist government that is led by a general secretary who also holds the office of a of president. And the government is the highest position that they have there. So when you're in the democracy that is a pervasive in our city today what does not exist in the bible is the portrayal of the kingdom of god we have to make sure that we keep that forefront in a democracy people have a say in who they vote for and, and who they vote into power and it you know like it's down you you the voting rights are out you gotta vote you gotta vote you gotta vote i 100 percent agree with that but when you're in the kingdom there's only one vote that matters and that's and so we have to take the opinion that we have and we have to set that to decide. and when things it, it, it says however there is that is work when it comes to living under god's reign rather than the system of voting or voicing our opinions we must accept and obey what he commands us to do and we have no say in his laws or his ways he made them so we have a choice in the free will to say we're want to follow it, And you may not get it right. None of us are perfect and none of us are get it right. We all make mistakes and we all fall short. But the key is to get back on track as quick as possible. And it can be difficult for many of us accustomed to live in democracy, to adjust to this type of world. See, when you're, it's kind of like when you're under your parents a roof right you have to operate the way they want you to operate because you're under their roof but when you get on your own you can do things the way that you want them to do and that's the same analogy that you can use for the kingdom you you want to follow the way god tells you to do you know uh and however when you recognize that and you stay faithful and and following jesus and his truth and his teachings life i don't know i just it just gets so much better. So it's important, right? When you want to understand business, you want to understand life, it's important to also understand the Bible and understand God's government so that it can help you through that process. And why we come here on Thursdays to help uh, get the message out, talk about the kingdom, talk about business and the things that we want to help people with. It says the Bible, in, in the Bible, sin is defined as rebellion against God's government. When Satan attempted to revolt, influencing in one-thirds of the angels, he was quickly defeated. So it doesn't matter who says what. It doesn't matter whether they're Quickly defeated, or it takes a while to make that happen. Now, everything is in God's timing, but it would see his attempt to overthrow God's rule was met with brutal force. And Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like a lightning from heaven in an epic, epic battle. So it was maybe you're having a big battle in your life, maybe. You you are at a position in your life where things aren't going the way that you want them to go. Things and challenges are happening um, to you in pursuit of you trying to live out your gift and your goal. I want you to know it's okay. You just have to learn how to rebound and, and bounce back quicker. And every time you go through something, you're going to make it's going to happen a lot quicker. When you're bouncing back. So from this, we can learn that God's kingdom is not a democracy, but rather a monarch, a monarchy held firmly in place by his king is a crystal clear that no rebellion against the Almighty will ever be successful. So just accept it, right? Just accept it. And this is proving why we must remain obedient to God and accept his sovereignty in all of us in the See, it's about the strong and powerful heavenly kingdom of God where sin and rebellion are swiftly dealt with and justice will rule forevermore. So when we look at the message of dominion in Genesis one twenty six, God instructed mankind to have dominion over all the creatures of the sea, the birds of the air, and everything that creeps on the ground. Now, he didn't say have dominion over people, right? Because everybody, so you got to get this like, every gift everybody who has a gift and that gift is not for you is for you to share with the world so we have to understand that that gift that you were born with that you were born for that's that gift that you're going to bring to the world and this message of dominion is at the heart of man's calling and purpose on earth because that's what everybody wants they want to feel like they're accomplished. something something makes a difference they want to be a part of something that will change lives make the world better and be with it as all of that is going on see god created us not to just go to church and have religious activities but to use his creative power in our lives in order to share in his power and divine dominion he is he is the dominating force in heaven While we are called to be dominating on earth. And see, people don't realize we are called to dominate here on earth. That is God's grand plan for each one of us. A plan built into everyone. To you who are listening out here, if you know what your plan is, drop it in the comments. If you know what your gift is, let us know. God is referred referred throughout the Bible as the King of Kings. The ruler and the almighty, these titles are all describe his authority creation. He created earth for humanity to rule with dominion, meaning that it is our task to maintain his standards on the planet. And as an entrepreneur, That's one of the beauties of what you were called to do. You're you're here to help maintain that standard, and as you're maintaining his standard, God was the most creative being that has ever been. So that's what we're here to do. We're here to create and multiply and have dominion over things and make things happen. So this is you keep everything in this world up to the standard of God. So when Genesis 28 states that we are to have dominion over creation, it means that humanity must take responsibility for maintaining God's rulership on earth so that in heaven. So let's look at some scriptures that talks about the dominion. In Genesis 1.26, it says, then God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let have dominion over fish of the sea, over the birds, over the the heavens, over the livestock and over all, not some, but all of the earth and over every creeping thing that that creeps on the earth. Genesis 128 and the easy version said, and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. So like in the beginning, he just blessed them. And when you understand that you were born blessed. That's an exciting thing to realize because it makes you, no matter what comes your way, get up and keep going because you know you were born to be blessed. And that's the key thing that you have to focus on that you were born to be blessed. And so Luke ten nineteen 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. So you got to know and recognize what your authority is and then go. Do that as the blessed of God that you are. And in First Peter 5 and 3, not domineering for those in your charge, examples to the plot. And that's the key right there. So it's not mean to be domineering, um, but be an example. So how can you example in the midst of everything that you're going through? in the comments drop that in the comments what some of your aha moments or how you're being an example of the business of the gift that god has given to you and how you're turning that into a business that is helping other people and transforming lives how is your gift being used let us know in the comments y'all Remember, I can't see them right now, but I'll go back at the end. So whether you're catching this during the library pe- replay, make sure you put that down there. And Genesis tells us that we are to have dominion of the earth. It Jesus reinforced this because some people say, well, that was the Old Testament, right? But Jesus reinforced this commandment in Matthew 24, 14, when he said that the gospel of the kingdom must be preached throughout this world before he returns. See, a lot of times you hear, oh. Well, you know, the family, you know, COVID happened, Wars are happening, uh, earthquakes and all of that stuff. And yes, it said that would happen. And then they said, well, the time the end of time is near. But when you read the word, it says something different. It says when the gospel of the kingdom is preached throughout this world, it has to happen before his return. And I said, yay, yeah, hey, we got the Internet now. So we can make that happen. So understand that the the end times is something often longed for by believers as they look forward to internal life in heaven. But as you're looking forward to that, don't forget to keep living your life that you were given here and be blessed and do the things that you were called to do to multiply and, and, and to grow things and to make things happen and to serve others. See, Jesus declared that no one knows the hour when he will come again. And so it is our task to ensure that all nations hear about the gospel and profess their faith. That's what we're here today. So I want to help you to be able to establish clear goals because if it's, fuzzy in your head is never going to get out. So you have to have a clear, concise mental picture of exactly what your gift is, what your business is, what you were called to do. And then you have to wake up every single day excited to pursue that regardless of what has happened in your life and remember everything that you go through it is not to break you but to make you stronger and to make you better so that you are positioning yourself to do the things that you were called to do it is important for you to recognize that the dominion mandate is a command from god for believers in every generation so we get to read about the stories of what happened during biblical times and 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 in our generation now or after biblical times you just pick up a history book You can find this in every history book, things that are out there. So be the one of this generation, right, to pursue excellence in your vocation and knowing and understanding what your purpose is here on earth. And as a leader in business, it's essential to set goals that are rooted in faith. To this biblical mandate and practical storeship of resources provided by God. If He gave you the vision, He's going to provide the provision for you. You have to understand sometimes we get so stuck in, oh, I don't have the money. I don't have the education. I'm not the right color. I'm not the right size. I'm not, you know, the right sex. All of these things, or I don't have the experience, all of these things are, are taking you away from what you were called to do the moment that you realize that you were born you were born and you were blessed when you were born and you were created to do that thing that you were called to do you go do it even in the midst of the storm and he will give you peace as you get that done so take the time to develop a plan based on your personal values and you've got to sit down and you know Put the word there, what your personal values are, and and understand that. And don't let anyone take you away from who you know God called you to be and who you decided in the process that you're going to become. And make sure that this is the focus of your decision-making process as you lead within your business context. Don't get away from who you are as a person just because things are happening. Uh number two, you always want to pursue excellence in the process. When it comes to excellence in our work, we should take cues from Bible verses such as Colossians 3.23, which states, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart for God for man. That's the key right there. Everything that you do, you're working for God, not for man. It's easy, y'all, to get caught up in accumulating worldly treasures having our hearts set on spiritual rewards can help us to better prioritize our lot above our desire for a position. And it takes time to get there. I know, I mean I've been in business for 30 something years. And in the beginning it was about the well I would say in the beginning it was a mission because my dad had died and I went into the financial service industry because I wanted to educate people about you know what the industry would do to you and try to take from you. And then it became money, right? And so then you go full circle and you realize now about your gift. It's about your calling. It's about what you need to do. So you'll go through these circles. So wherever you're at, is okay. I just want you to understand that know that everybody has a journey that they're going to go through and everybody's journey you Because just like your fingerprint, it was specifically designed for you. So developing the discipline necessary. That's the key right there. Daily discipline that's necessary for pursuing excellence requires intentionality and commitment intentionality and commitment so are you intentional about what you do on a daily basis are you committed do you do it do you have a you know if you're working for yourself do you have a set time when you start and when you end and what days that you're going to work on and the things that you're going to do do you have a plan in place or do you just get up and let life decide for you what you're going to do when it comes to building your business. And it can be something as simple as like I did Today, writing down your steps of what you need to do for the day. You write them down at night, or you can write them down the, the day of. Depending, you know, because you should have all your goals already set for the year or and for the decade and what you want to do. But you gotta be constantly reworking your plan and rebuilding that. See, developing that dis, that intentionality and that commitment is key. It is all. See, so many people have visions. So many people have dreams. So many. People have this thing that they feel that they were called to do, but they don't wake up every single day and go after it. Now, take that day of rest, right? I, I take a day of rest where I do nothing business related because it's what I was called to do, um, and, and it's not something that it, you're. It's going to be easy. I like I when people tell you it's simple and it's easy. It's not like it's what you're doing. Is simple, but it's not easy, right? It is not easy building a business for yourself. It's not easy building a team and a life and all of that stuff. It's easier to go get a job and have someone give you that check every single month, but to get up every single day and go for it, no matter how long it takes to make it happen and to keep going and to keep going, to keep studying and to keep putting all of the effort in, intentional of what you need to do, that's going to take some effort. That's going to not be easy. So this is why it's important to answer this process for you to pray and seek divine wisdom. See, the power of prayer we talk about it has been around for centuries, and there's no better way to seek guidance from God than through prayerful meditation on his word or seeking out wise counsel from pastors and mentors who have walked the world before. So some of the things that you can do on that end, they got the Bible up. I use it every single day and every single night. So when you wake up in the morning, you see your prayer, and then you can read the word in the morning. You can read it, you can read it before you go to bed. I make sure it's routine my discipline that when I wake up I read it in the morning night I do that for six straight months it'll get me through the entire it'll allow me to read the entire Bible um, in every year and that's the key because the more you read and it's like watching a movie you all right you you watch it and you're like oh I don't remember that part happening because sometimes when we're reading something or doing something our mind is not focused on what we're doing so we miss some things right and so when we're ready to receive it god's gonna reveal it to us but you gotta keep seeking he said seek me first in the kingdom of god and all things will be added into you and so that's a way of seeking of having an intentional game plan of prayer and seeking wisdom an additional Additionally, scriptures remind believers not only to ask for wisdom, like in James 1.5, but also that if any man lacks something, like anything you lack, that skill, the, the funds, the uh, partnerships, the, the investors, the whatever it is, the know-how, uh, the connections, if he, you can trust him, as he says in Matthew, Matthew 6.33, to give you whatever it is you're lacking. And when you know that, you walk different, you sit different, you do different because you know if not now, if not today, is going to happen because what his word says, it cannot go back, boy. So prayerful petitions opens the flow of communication between us and God and allows us to receive clear direction on how best to lead audaciously and wisely, within our results, with Jesus being that go to person to get us to God, let me know what was on that, and what brought you the biggest value to serve others before self. A key component of exercising dominion over our various spheres of influence is learning how best to serve God us. Instead of focusing on ourselves, when you focus on yourself and it's all about you and what you need to have is not going to happen the way you need it to happen. You're going to have more challenges than success during that. During that process, Jesus often demonstrated his leadership through service, caring deeply about individuals, restoring them spiritually when they needed the most and leading them compassionately, according to his father's will. And, And that's in John 13, 12, 17. But what comes to my mind is like when all the people were around and they were coming to listen to them, like something as simple as he was like, they must might be hungry. Let's feed them. And some people don't even think about things things like that. So you got to look at the flock that you were called to serve and how are you serving them? And are you doing the things that are you focused on self? Are you focused on serving? Our motivation must be driven by love. Remembering that greater love has no one than this to lay down his one's life for one's friend. That's John 15 and 13. But if you operate from love, no matter what happens and you love love, and love and love and love. You'll be able to forgive, and you'll be able to go on and to make things happen in the way that need to happen. And that that's why it's important to lead by example. Which is another way we can manifest a through business leadership is by modeling Christ-like behavior within our organizations and doing things such as taking the initiative what others fail. You all listen. When something goes wrong in your business, take responsibility for it. It is not anyone else's responsibility, it relies on you. We always say you can't be a victim and have victory. It's important for you to know and understand that the bucks start with you and it stops with you. So you have to make take responsibility, and the moment you take that responsibility is the moment to Being comfortable. Making unpopular decisions if this, if these will help benefit everyone involved, and people like what you're doing, but be comfortable in making those um, uncomfortable decisions, stay humble, just despite success or fame when you get the success because it's coming right it's coming it's going to be there because you were born blessed you were called and you believe in what i said you know it's coming so make sure that you stay humble once you receive it and be an example of righteous behavior even when challenged with ethical dilemmas. And listen, guys, we will—we fall short of this and making this happen. I've fall, fallen short of it and I'm sure you have as well, but don't let it stop you. Get Shake the dust off and get up and keep moving and go make it happen. Embracing criticism positively so voices may be heard as shown through Proverbs 11, 12 through 14. You also want to have a generous, to, uh, to to a, a generous heart to lead to great outcomes. It takes a generous heart to lead to great outcomes. Do you want great outcomes? You want to make things happen. You got start it from the heart. And lastly, we bear stewardship over whatever priority God's grant us. In First Timothy 6, it encourages believers to give away what they have in abundance, even sharing something as simple as extra supplies. I can save somebody else money or, you know, taking someone out to lunch or um, sitting down and mentoring them or helping them with something. Those are things that can help people to get to that next level. Be willing to do it. I was talking to my nephew and he talked about how he's getting into filming and all of that and he donated a lot of his services like uh the filming and 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 helping people with uh pictures and all of that and he did a lot of it for free and everyone thought he was crazy I'm like no you, you did the right thing you're to give 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 and then those people will start telling everybody else about you so you're and that's part of what we teach you when you're in the class you're going to give away help before you get all right that's the key thing right there remember like it could be something as simple as contributing materials by the way of a food bank or donation if you go around your house you look in your house i'm sure or your office you have things that you haven't used in years i always say if you use it in the year, give it away. Give it away. You got pantries out there who even the simplest things like they may need and it'll bring a big impact that you may not even think about. Having a generous heart leads to great outcomes and the blessings that come back to you will return in the multitude. He said it is better to give than to receive. And unexpected ways you will learn to turn that focus to the outward so that you can be fruitful you can multiply and you can replenish the earth subdue do it and rule over it from genesis one so Also, y'all, be your time and your resources. And I don't mean that you have to give away money or things like that, but be generous in the use of empathy, something as simple as empathy while working with others, your willingness to sacrifice your personal interests. And we just talked a little about this in order to insist, you, you know, your teammates, your employees or your members struggling with a difficult task or situation. Situation, like in Proverbs nineteen seventeen, that can go a long way. It's the little things that count. It's the little things that matter. And offering professional guidance whenever possible to mentees just starting out who need advice finding positions suited for their gift. Just that conversation of having that with someone, taking a moment. That's one of the things that you can learn from. That we can all learn and get better from what God did, uh, what Jesus did. Is when people can to him, he stopped and took the time to answer their questions, to help them out, to pay attention to them. So don't ever forget that. And as you're going, just persevere, in faith, persevere, 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 because I'm telling you, you can't, you, it, it, it takes time, okay? It takes effort, it's daily commitment, decade commitment, lifetime commitment to make things happen. And people get... so Frustrated, and this is how you know it, it, it like that you get so frustrated because you have an idea, you work, work that idea, don't work, you quit. You have an idea, you work that idea, don't work, you say it was never supposed to work. Listen, whatever ideas that you have, they're working. If it's working for somebody else, it'll work, it'll work for you. You just have to persevere. In the in the in the middle of everything that you're going through, and I promise you, your life will change. So even through some moments in life that even though they may feel like a struggle, persevere by enduring the long haul. Man, this has been a 30-year journey so far, and I feel like we're just getting started. Keep your spirits high and your heavenly bearing witness. Do the hard work endeavors that set good examples for humility and obedience and then call upon god to strengthen you stay encouraged and keep hope alive so that you can sustain unwavering faith towards your dreams and your desires and the things that you want see purpose continue pressing and accomplishing every highest potential boundaries with purpose Purpose. Keep expanding your kingdom efforts and breaking stratosphere around possibilities. You want to become infinite in what you do. So I'm going to end it with these 10 key areas that you want to make sure that you focus on in your dominion mandate. Number one, praying for wisdom and knowledge, embracing servant leadership, how to think about sustainability what it means to serve others humbly and setting aside that holy time and the secret to listening carefully and the power of generosity. So when you, number one, pray for wisdom and knowledge when leading the business, it's easy, y'all, as I said, to feel overwhelmed by all of the decisions that you make and the path that you can take. And when you're feeling that way, the best thing that has helped me through the process is just to sit down and write down what you need to do, what you need to get accomplished and if you, you know, and then talk to God and pray to God about it. And some people need to talk to another person by them. If that's you, then go for it. Do what you need to do. Kingdom leaders do not have to go on, they need to just ask God and give them the the eyes and the grace to see what works best in each particular context. This will also help leaders to stay focused on useful goals, all right? Because you can have a goal, but it isn't useful. Ask yourself, is my goal useful while rejecting mundane distractions and keeping Bible-based values in mind when doing business? Number two, embrace servant leadership. One of the main leadership practices is that they put more emphasis on carrying favor instead of others. It's all, you know, it's like all about who you know, who you know. No, you know the one that you need to know that will make things happen for you. Real success in business requires a foundation of selflessness, which can only help embracing a model of servant leadership. Remember, God has been abundantly generous with us. So it's important. It's very important, y'all, that our business reflect those same attributes of generosity and take care of all of our stakeholders and shareholders and investor in an inc- uh, equitable way that serves the needs of everyone involved without showing favoritism or exclusionary practice. As you're going through this process, you want. Think about sustainability. God has given us dominion. I keep saying that He has given us dominion over the earth, but that doesn't mean we are meant to exploit it for our gain without considering its well-being or longevity. So, whatever you're called to do in business, we decided to do, is it going to make a difference in this world? Consider how you would have been given, how you've been given dominion. That dominion mandate and how you can promote the sustainability within your business, within your community at large by implementing, like, you can do different things like green measures. The waste production programs, energy efficient technology, and operating. You might not even think about those things, but those are the things that you want to think about is what I'm doing. How can I make the world and my community better? Not just you and your family and your friends and the people around you. This will help to build goodwill amongst other members of your community while reducing costs and furthering the downline see that's the key you know i have it on youtube you can go over there make sure you subscribe while you're there um we talk about management you know look up look at the talk where we talk about management that's what we're here for God gives us management over what we have and if he can trust you with a little he's going to give you more and and, and sometimes even responsible leadership means that we have to do our part and have the strategy there for success number four let me what you're getting out of this. Number four, others humbly. Being at the helm of an organization you will often be asked and accepted. Ex- their excellent leadership qualities such as decision-making competency and problem-solving capabilities. But always remember humility should still remain at the top when in positions like these, like humility, humility to humility. And then when you fall off, we all will fall off, get back up and do it over again and make it happen. It can be difficult dealing with authoritative figures, in people when you know deep down that there is so much more that you can have accomplished if given better resources or have experiences, supports from those around you, but don't let that dissuade you from keeping across the, you know, being ethical in what you do, regardless of the pushback, regardless of what happens, regardless of how hard it gets, keep. Going and serving others humbly by focusing on serving them before expecting something back. And after investing time and in getting an, an innovation off the ground correctly according to someone else's vision, you have to give before you get. And you don't get to decide when it's time to stop giving. If you think, and you're in business and you're helping people and you say to yourself, hey, I've given enough and I'm giving, 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 no one's giving, then you kind to check off right there because that thought process, it is not the right process because you will always be, you will always be serving and that's what you're here to do for the rest of your life as a kingdom citizen. So just taking these things one step at a time ensures both across projects while properly understanding between your colleagues is established versus rushing ahead headlessly with potential misguided ambition towards personal glory through exploitation, which Needlessly against the kingdom's mandate. So when we are just rushing through things or doing things just to make things happen, you got sometimes wind that back and be like, okay, am I serving? Am I being humble? Am I being considerate? Am I being patient? Am I being kind? Because that's what love is all about, right? And sometimes the answer is no. So if it's not, just fix it. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just fix it. Dominion Mandate really outs our role here as good stewards over creation. And that's why I love that. All of my businesses are set up on the Dominion Mandate. Do we get it right 100% of the time? No, because no one's perfect. But when you know what you need to do and you go out there and you make it happen over and over again and you fix things as you go along. It will get there. That's why number five, y'all, is so 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 important, right? This helps you to do that. You want to set aside some holy time. This is where you find balance as a leader by making sacred spaces where only God enters during designated periods throughout your day. This is why a lot of successful people wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning because everybody else is asleep. So it gives you that sacred time and that sacred space to to just breathe to just listen. You don't have to say anything, do anything. Sometimes you just need to be still. Like the Word says, just be still. And then that could be after you're being still and you're listening, and you're allowing, you know, God to come into you to give you those ideas, all of that stuff to marinate in you. You can also read. You read the Word. You can read books. You can study. You can listen to tape. You can work out. And 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 those are the things when, during your set aside. See, we're back to intentionality all the time. That will help you to bounce back quicker as you're making this happen or to move fast for it faster because you're doing it intentionally based off of the word of God. Uh, and these habits forming, uh, for, these habit forming cornerstones during times for reflection, they will help you optimize your mindset. If your mind is constantly going and you 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 feel like you're, like Things are not going the way you want them to go. Maybe you're feeling resentment, anger, um, hurt. All of those things are going through your head. This is where this holy time that's set aside will help you to remove all of the negative energy out of you so that you can bring all the goodness that God has for you and that you were blessed with. And then it helps you to return to those Zoom rooms that you have to do or those meetings or whatever you have to do during the day with out internal worries weighing heavily on the inside of you and some people like look at you and be like like how do you keep going and it's like is god is god that keeps you going and keeps things happening for you while you're going through it. You got to have peace during the process, peace during problems. And when you learn to live in peace, you you will get more things accomplished. It also encourages you, you and give you talking points that are directly influenced by faith instead of the world. And I'm not saying you won't have them in your head because sometimes you'll have them in your head, but that's when, as long as you're meditating on the word, as long as you're reading and you're, you put good stuff in, good stuff will eventually start to come out. And instead of you being angry for days, you might be angry for a minute. Remember, he said, don't go to bed angry. So that means you might have those moments, of being angry hurt or, or demystified about something that's happening in your business and that's okay but just don't go to bed that way that's why this holy time and what you're setting aside even in our journal that we have our planner that grow rich it has a time what do you need to get rid of what do you need to get rid of and write it out and it in that day so you don't carry it through tomorrow. It also helps you make smarter decisions about what you need to do and produce original mission statements, goodness within spiritual sounding boardrooms. And so that you can make that happen. Holy time is in, make sure you get it right. So uh, um, number six y'all is listening carefully, L- listening uh, attentively can be just as powerful if not more than speaking up during conversations and i I think it's two things my dad used to always say you got two ears for a reason and a mouth and so listen more than you talk and i still don't have that one down right and i remember getting into the financial service industry about 30 30 something years ago and i had to learn a skill that i didn't know and one of those i put it on the personable syllabus was learning how to listen more so i went this is always the go-to I, somebody taught me this a long time ago get 20 different books or things that you're doing and see how they're doing it. See how the experts are doing it and then take it and make it your own. So I went and got 20 books on listening, like just listening, learning when to shut up, shut your mouth. right? And um, it had it tremendously changed how we did in sales and 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 what we had coming in it took us to number one in lots of different endeavors that we did just by listening who would ever thought that listening would change your life like that and remember every opinion expressed contributes ballot data points we got to be open see here's what happens in life we don't know what we don't know so sometimes when people will give their opinion of something that happens we By just design, shut it down. But instead of doing that, just remain open minded about it and then check your own pride when responding to these cocksure statements that people will give you and allow questions asked to receive answers so you can bring forth higher standards and achieve a concrete actionable outcome. And there may be some things that, you know, especially when it's from the Word of God, that it's this is it this is you know how you know you have those signs in your house Says for me and my house we we will serve god there there are some things that you have to draw the line on but how are you drawing the line on it that's what matters how you do it because how you do anything is how you do everything unpack godly experiences so that you can bridge the gap in difference that's found when you're communicating people and don't hinder truly rewarding progress by setting predetermined thoughts. If you have a predetermined thought about something that's happening in life or your past experience without allowing or doing your research or hearing someone out. It can change the dynamic of your business when it is not necessary for that to happen. So make sure that's the case when you're around the boardroom. Focus on nicely constructive dialogue that won't soon be forgotten and guys as we end this be generous allow spirit to give thanks um give support and appropriate credit for the thing that they do have gladness heart positions share uncommon monetary profits give people bonuses when they're not even expecting a bonus you know give them more than what they're expecting focus on boosting healthier work cultures Conquer mountains together, not separately. Conquer them together to achieve motivated, purpose-driven results and use that same love and arm to influence accountability while you're identifying qualified personnel capable of fulfilling applied tasks from love. You got to hire someone, hire them from love. You got to fire them, fire them from love. Don't make it about you. So I hope this brought you value today. We want to help you to put together a strategy so that you can start your online course consultant business and um, every Thursday at 12 p.m. you can meet us right here where we're Going to go live, and we're going to help you with the kingdom mandate, so that you can get that gift out and live that on purpose. If you want to have a strategy ses- session with us, you can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash call. You can give us a call at one eight three three BibleBiz. If you know that it's a course or consultant business that you want to start, join our D- Genesis Digital Academy. So, in in addition to learning. How to launch your business, you're going to gain valuable, such as marketing, sales, leadership, and so much more. What we have like an hour or so to dive into here, we're going to go into that in so much greater detail. See, this program is ideal for anyone who wants to start their own business, whether they're looking to earn some extra income or want to work from home. Get their gift out wherever you're at. You can book if you want to book a strategy session. You go right here to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. Call, click, book strategy session. you guys going to come right here. As you see this uh, calendar, you just pick the date and the time that you want to set this um, your session and answer a few questions. Or as I say, you can call us at one eight three three Bible Business Academy. We'll get on the phone with you, and and we'll be able to have that conversation to see how we can help your dreams, your goals, your gift, your skills, your talent, whatever he gave you in order to make that happen. Guys, if you made it, then I'm so super proud of you. It takes courage to step on of faith and become who you really are, who you were called to be, no matter which path you choose. I want you to know we are here to support you 100%. You can count on that. Remember I said if you stick around to the end. We're going to show you um, how you can receive a gift. This is just some of the things that we have in it. It's always going to be changed. Oh, and if you're watching us on Instagram Live, you can um, check this out on YouTube where you can see videos of it. But we're going to send that out. Here's one of them for you Instagram people that you can get as we send that out. It may be in the next one, it may not, but it's going to be something good and exciting in there you So if you got questions, I'm going to hop over to the other side so that I can be able to answer those questions. Uh, so go ahead and start typing those in because we're in a delay here. And if you're catching this during the replay, you can make sure you put them on there. Go to uh, 1833 Bible Biz or, or you can email us at at info Kathy McReynolds.com. don't forget we got the genesis digital academy if you want to build your business or your ministry around your gift or your expertise and if you want to talk about it before you be about it book that strategy session you see the um, calendar right there or call us directly at one eight three three bible biz so let's go ahead and switch back over here and see let me see If we got any questions over here, and this brought you guys tremendous value today. Let me look at the chat there, see if we got any questions. I don't see any out there. I appreciate y'all. Have a wonderful day and um, make it happen. Go make it happen. All right, y'all. Talk to you later. Don't forget to like and share. All right, bye-bye.